is Shell Sorrow and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. This is a really special dose. It's going to be short and sweet, but deeply meaningful for me to share with you. Today marks a one-year anniversary of sovereignty, but it has everything to do with you and what we are creating here. So first, let me just say that exactly one year ago, I went cold turkey, no alcohol, gave up the excessive food, and ultimately lost 32 pounds. Um, also quit cold turkey, uh, TV, Netflix, and Apple uh, TV subscriptions, mainstream media, and then a 20-year identity, not only in Santa Monica, but as a progressive liberal, and then the fallout there uh, socially, culturally, and politically. Politically. And so what felt like the ultimate deconstruction, and I thought I was having a nervous breakdown, became a breaking free of a very dark panic matrix. And it was uncomfortable and it was scary, but I knew that I had to be clear-minded. I had to be sovereign because of what I was discovering and learning about the agenda by the globalist and beyond, right, being played out. And I knew that I had to be a full faculty. I needed to be seated in my soul, even though I might not have known that was the language back then, um, to be able to, to face it and to feel it and to be with it. Because I wanted to know that I could face anything along my path. And I knew that I couldn't do it if I was numbing out and suppressing in the same ways in which I used to do or putting myself or keeping myself in environments that were no longer aligned, like the community of Santa Monica and certain circles of friends. And so a lot of that felt sad, but it also felt right, right? And so over the next six, seven weeks, as y'all know, I went to go stay at my mom's for what I thought would be 10 days, just as kind of like a reprieve from the density of Santa Monica and being like one of like maybe five people out of a hundred thousand um, community members that believe something different than what was being said on TV. Um, and the narrative um, ended up being 10 and a half months. But over the next six, seven weeks, um, whew, it's where I discovered Telegram and it's where I really started to strengthen in being without alcohol because I had, I'd also removed myself from a lifestyle that was conducive to that, right? So it was hard and scary and dark and I had no certainty or sense of anything as I was in this complete deconstruction, but I also knew that something was emerging. emerging. And then... Um, I got really courageous and I knew that there was no other way because it felt like a mandate on my soul that I had to come on the mic and share with you here and shift the content completely of fire and soul um, from the previous direction of it um, to taking a stand for sovereignty 
in life, love, and leadership. And so I spoke truth and it was scary. And that episode I think was called taking a stand for the truth. I'm here to serve. And, um, and at that time it was pretty wild and terrifying to speak any kind of truth. And I mean, beloved scientists and physicians were being deplatformed and censored and canceled everywhere we turned. And so I was definitely afraid that that could happen to me and that I would be kicked off social media and lose my position as a podcast host. And then how would that impact my personal relationships and friendships in my real world, right? And so there was a lot of that, but I couldn't ignore the calling. And that's just the only way that I can describe it. But what's so beautiful and how this dovetails into you and where we are now is that when I decided to speak truth, and even though I was scared and I battled it and I felt like I was going crazy every new episode for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, seriously, and I'd say, no, take it down. No, no, keep it up. Take it down. No, keep it up. No, take it down. No, keep it up. And I'd be shaking and I'd feel insane inside. And I'd be so terrified of what you might or anyone might think of me. She's totally lost her mind because I was sharing the really hard parts. I was willing to be with the darkest on the macro that I knew there was a resonance on some level on the micro. I didn't know until that part of my journey that was a profound spiritual awakening that I had so much fear and anxiety running my nervous system that would show up in the form of a mask, proving and performing and doing and achieving and had garnered a lot of success, titles, money, status, right? I didn't know I was so unconscious to that. I didn't know how to be a fully integrated being, still learning, doing much better, 85, 90% better. And it's really important that we acknowledge that. But as I started to share so vulnerably, <laughs> who against all the odds, what would others think? Will I lose my business? Will I lose it all? Will I be hunted down and taken away? I mean, these were very real thoughts. But you started to show up. And this podcast had all but died. Because I took breaks. I was inconsistent. I didn't know how to be with everything that I didn't even know how to process. So I would, that's why I picked up the drinking again after not drinking for four years. Right? The eight-month lockdown it just became a big permission slip to say, oh, just fuck it. Everyone's, everyone's doing it. What's the point? It felt really dark and hard and scary and futile in moments as I was learning more and more. But as I got free, I knew that I could face it and then started to come on the mic and share. You started to show up and let me know that I wasn't alone. And then you started to reflect back that like, oh my God, thank you, Michelle, because now I know I'm not alone. And then we really started to grow. And the podcast, as you know, our sacred sanctuary is a soul balm. It's like a healing medicine for so many of us on this awakening journey. And we're, we're, it's evolving, right? Like, yeah, we know about the agenda and we know that there's also simultaneously this great awakening that is very real and happening to what degree and what percentage we don't know, you know, at what point will this 
be over? We don't know. Will it be over? I don't know. Has the light one? I don't know. I'd like to think so. I don't want to bypass though all the beautiful gifts in this time to be with all this unknowingness by just going right to the Ascension Code conversation. I tried that for a while and then I realized I was just bypassing more of what needed to be heard. The fear and the anxiety that wanted to come up and say, I am scared. And not only just on the macro once again, but like what's happening in my everyday life that I'm getting triggered by and activated by that I'm not present to. And so I could just want to go back to an old coping mechanism of suppressing and numbing it down to try to just pretend that it doesn't exist. Well, that doesn't work. So I knew I had to get free and really stay free, which is why I learned to condition my mind to not find the stuff on YouTube and the podcast and the books boring and so dense that, oh my God, what are they even saying? I remember those times and maybe you're there too right now. But then I allowed myself to just like break through that density that was so programmed and socially engineered so that I could actually start to think and feel and be and connect the dots and then discern what is true and real for me and what would serve the next stage of my journey of the soul. And the more that I shared those new nuances and the more that I was in my own evolution of consciousness, going through plant medicine journeys, I mean, it's just all of it, aligning with the 12 archangels, getting to be connected with Belinda Womack and just so much profound awareness coming through. And then like all of my time with nature and learning to really listen not only to my angels and guides, but to my higher self that was always available and accessible at any time. Just waiting to be asked for support and guidance. And so then it was just like, wow, I'm feeling pretty unstoppable, pretty safe to feel and to relax into the present moment. I don't need to try to forecast a future, not about my business, not about this podcast, not about my life, and certainly not about the world. All I'm asked to do right now or being asked to do is to come back to the present moment because that's where my power, my peace, and my freedom reside. And so that's what we've been working on here. And how beautiful is it that today, in my one-year anniversary of getting free from some of the ways in which precluded me from deepening into this awareness and who I really am at a soul level, has allowed us to connect worldwide and to grow by thousands and thousands every single week. So it's not lost on me that we found each other and that we can have comfort in knowing that we're not alone. I need this and I do this for you. It's my, it's part of my devotional service. It's very sacred and I put everything into it. I've only missed one week in this past year and it's when I was in the middle of my move and Lord knows y'all know that that move was a big deal, right? Cause I didn't know when, where, how, what. I didn't even know if I even had the financial resources to ever move again. There was a time when I was really scared about that. I had a business coach that said to me last year, he was wide awake, and he said to me, if you ever speak a word about this publicly, you will annihilate your business, you will be done forever. Those were his exact words. And he 
was just trying to protect me. That was him and his fear, right? And so I listened for a while, and then I just couldn't ignore what was pulling me forward. And you know what's so beautiful about being here in full circle and really honoring this past year and being in the middle of all of the undoneness and being so deeply surrendered and just having faith and learning to truly trust the universe has my back, that I can be with anything on my path and that I will be divinely supported and guided at all times in the highest and best for the journey of my soul. And I surrendered to that. I didn't know what it was going to be like. But I just had this sense that there was something really powerful coming through and that it would be like my true sacred purpose. And man, I'm, I'm in it now. And I know it's going to continue to evolve. But it's how I show up here. It's how I show up with all of my private coaching clients, which I have more than I ever have in four years of being in business in my soul circle mastermind that is so deep and so beautiful and so connected. Oh my God, the masks are off. It is so liberating in there to allow ourselves to really be seen and to connect at that level. And then this retreat that I have coming up right now, the Rosamond retreat that's in October in Ojai with my sister, Alicia Marie, who will be on the podcast next week and a really deep teaching on meeting the selves that we shared actually in Soul Circle a couple of weeks ago. Um, as of right now, there's one seat left, but maybe that'll be yours if you're listening and it's still available. You can head on over to michelle-sorrow.com forward slash rosewomen. Um... Or I think that's it. Anyway, it's on michelle-sorrow.com. But so I look at all of these beautiful manifestations that are simply me, as a result of me being willing to be fully surrendered, to let go of all the old identities, to trust in this path, to be in the path, to face and feel it all moment by moment. And that you've been on this journey with me. I am so grateful. I hope that right now you can reflect back on how far you've come and how much you've grown. Not only in this past year, but from whenever the moment is that you awaken to whatever is playing out and however we want to call that now. Maybe you got yours a few years ago or a couple decades ago. Or maybe you're like me and it was in this past year and a half. And it was fast. You're like, dang. That was hard. And when the whole world seemed to be going one way, I stood firm and I was scared, but I was courageous and I held firm. Right? I really hope you can take a moment and just to acknowledge the space that you have held not only for yourself, but for others who just can't see it. And how we actually have to hold even more space for knowing that they can't see it and not judging them for it. And trusting that they are on their own unique path and journey as well as a contract of their soul. And then doing our best to just not judge our own journey, trying to rush it or get to an outcome or want to be with some sort of outcome that we've deemed as the ideal ascension outcome without being fully present to what's happening right here now. All of it. And so we're doing that work here and it's just going to get deeper 
and more honest and more real and more self-responsible. And that, my friends, is how we pave the pathway as stewards for the new earth. And it's beautiful. And it's an honor to be on the journey with you. Speaking of being on the journey with you, I'd like to invite you to a free online ceremonial gathering called Summer Ceremony. It's happening on August 17th. There's two different times, 12 uh, and 5 p.m. Pacific. And this is my way to continue to honor the work coming through me um, and to share in community with you. There'll be a sacred altar blessing to give and receive. There'll be a guided meditation, sacred smokes and sounds, and then a beautiful piece of content that I'm going to unfold for us to just allow ourselves to open our hearts even more to align with the energy of trust and intuition, and then really embody our divine authority so that we can actually clear away the density that prevents us from being in our most authentic life and understand what's pulling us forward from this season, from this point into the next part of our journey. And this is going to be powerful. It's going to be about 75 minutes. It's free. And there'll be a catalyst um, at the end to go deeper. And it would be so wonderful to share in that with you. So if that piques your curiosity, head on over to michelle-sorrow slash summer ceremony. The link will be in the show resources, but again, it's michelle-sorrow slash summer ceremony. It'd be so wonderful to connect with you there, my dear friend, my awakening brother or sister. You are so very loved and so very appreciated. Thank you for being on this wild journey. It just gets better and better and better from here. In fact, something that Michael Sandler says all the time on his Inspire Nation show on YouTube that I listen to is a question that I'm going to invite you to ask yourself as like your mental mantra. It's like, how does it get any better than this? So it's this beautiful like way of being so grateful for everything you're experiencing in the present moment. How does it get any better than this? While also increasing your capacity to be with even more. How does it get any better than this? All right, it just might. And of course it will because it always does. And I'm just so grateful to be in that experience with you. Have a beautiful rest of your day and um, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.